If you're talking about it, I'll be talking about it. Dennis Prager here. Join me this morning at 11, right here on AM 560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. It's so cold. How cold is it? Richard Simmons is wearing shorts that come nearly to the half-thigh region. Uh, the Carson but, Classic. Yeah. Uh, Richard uh, Simmons is not exactly current. But no. uh, yeah, that's a no, that's a fun know one. Who he is. Uh, all right. Yeah, taking your cold jokes all morning long. Yeah. Text him into six four six three six type in D A. And your uh, comet updates, so uh, less funny. Yeah, People uh, suffering power outages, not good. Well, Mike Scott's been on that story as well. So and we'll it's all over Warrenville, Bolingbrook. It's thousands of people. And uh, southwest suburbs, too. We heard from Oak Lawn and uh, areas around there. So we'll keep you updated. But uh, moving right along to this uh, interesting story, Julie Royce, uh, she's a well-known Christian author, speaker, blogger, podcaster, radio talk show host, uh, Renaissance woman. She's a journalist and author here in Chicago, and she's produced a special broadcast that's airing on our sister station, AM 1160, WRLL, AM 1160, uh, Wednesday night at 6 p.m., Wednesday night tonight, uh, Church in Crisis. It's also airing on four other Salem stations across the country, Atlanta, Dallas, L.A., Colorado Springs. She's been doing uh, significant reporting on the scandal at Harvest Bible Chapel Megachurch in the Northwest Burbs. And, yeah, it's in Rolling Meadows. Right. Specifically, it's Pastor James McDonald. The special broadcast I mentioned that's tonight at 6 p.m. on YLL covers that scandal, as well as the Willow Creek scandal and several other prominent evangelical megachurch pastors who've had scandals in the past years. And not all scandals are created equally, so we want to distinguish the two. Uh, I mentioned uh, the Harvest Bible uh, Chapel uh, scandal with McDonald uh, in the vernacular, uh, sort of the Me Too in the within the clergy, but it's not really. Uh, so that's not really. It's most of the at least the reporting I've seen re- re- revolves around alleged financial improprieties and management style, uh, and th- more so than again with McDonald. Anything I've read, at least, that has anything to do with uh, inappropriate conduct towards uh, women or others or of others, a sexual yeah. nature. Uh, so, but for more on uh, her special and this topic generally we're pleased to be joined by julie royce julie thanks for joining us appreciate it hey great to be with you so just kind of lay out the case uh, uh with respect to mcdonald and harvest bible and what exactly happened as alleged to have happened and where things stand within that church yeah well the first thing that happened is that they filed a lawsuit against me and four other defendants and this is when i was working on my investigative report for world magazine and i actually at that point hadn't published anything Um, it was sort of a preemptive move and uh, so that that was the first thing that made headlines Uh, but then in december i published a world magazine expose on harvest bible chapel and Reporting about things, like you mentioned, Dan, a a culture of fear and intimidation there and incidents of bullying that were reported uh, by former elders and staff there, but also financial improprieties. Uh, For example, just just one of the examples was that uh, McDonald has a a broadcast ministry called Walk in the Word, and uh, I discovered that they had actually spent money that had been donated to Walk in the Word, this broadcast ministry, to actually fund a whitetail trophy deer herd up at a camp that they have in Michigan. 
so, I mean, there's people donating to a broadcast ministry and their money going instead of to buy airtime for a deer herd. So kind of some wild stuff going on. So after that, uh, that created um, quite a bit of stir. And, and then uh, Harvest actually pulled their Walk in the Word broadcast off of about 2,000 radio and TV stations. Uh, again, I think that may have been a preemptive move. A lot of uh, station managers saying uh, that they were going to pull the program anyway. And then just recently, um, Harvest said they were going to put James McDonald, their senior pastor, on an indefinite sabbatical from teaching and leadership in Chicago but they have seven campuses in Chicago. They have an eighth campus in Naples, Florida, and they said, well, he could keep preaching and teaching down there. The pastor, the lead pastor of the campus down in Naples, objected to that and said, you know what? If McDonald isn't fit to preach in Chicago, he is he's not fit to preach at my congregation down here in Naples, and he didn't want him to preach there well, and actually asked to be removed from, uh, from being under harvest. And for that, he just got fired. From harvest well, for doing is, that what so, exactly did he mess. do though what did he do what did pastor james mcdonald do what did he do well again there's a, there's a number of accounts of bullying um for example right I just um there's an account that a former elder's wife told me about where he had put up pictures of elders wives up on a wall and shot it with a pellet gun and this was discovered uh, by some folks, but other folks saying, you know, he's, he's creating just a culture of dread and fear uh, among the staff there. Um, but again, there's also the financial issues, and one of them is him saying that he was going to downsize from a 6,700-square-foot home that he owned. He used to own Senator Peter Fitzgerald's home. Oh. Um, but oh. then it turned out, after he said that, uh, it was discovered that he had built an actually larger home, a 6,900-square-foot home with a 10-car garage and a 2,000-square-foot uh, finished basement. And this is, again, after he told his congregation he was going to downsize. So um, also allegations of some deception and, and not being very forthright with the congregation. And so that so it's sort of this, uh, maybe this is too strong a comparison, but a James Baker t- or Creole Dollar, whatever these guys, these televangelist guys are that live the lifestyle of the rich and famous on the contributions of their congregants. And uh, if you're not transparent about it, then people le- legitimately have a problem with it. Yeah, th- there's a number of allegations. And again, there was a very public excommunication of eight former elders back in 2013. Um, and turns out, and I discovered this in my investigating that they got excommunicated after they had sent a letter to the, the current, after these former elders sent a letter to the current sitting elders saying that James McDonald lacked the qualifications given in Scripture and had some disqualifying qualifications like uh, love of money and outbursts of anger and things like this. And uh, for reporting him to the elder board, the two sitting elders that were still, not sitting, former elders that were still at the congregation, actually got excommunicated. So, I, I mean, there's just sort of, again, a culture when you talk to the former elders, the former staff, of um, just a, a character flaws in the pastor that aren't being addressed. And, uh, again, I think the Jim Baker thing is probably a, a decent comparison with the way that the money is being is being dealt with. And, and the reason uh, that you chose to pursue investigating this case and other cases is is what uh, is 
basically sort of uh, being a good steward of your own, um, uh, essentially being a, an accountability check within your own Christian circles, as opposed to waiting for or allowing the D.C. press corps or somebody uh, or the Chicago press corps in this case to do something about it is that, you know, we should mind our own shops. Is that sort of the, the disposition? Well, yeah, Scripture says that judgment begins with the house of God. And I, I think when there's situations, First Timothy 5.20, for example, says that if you have an elder who is sinning, that you should publicly expose him so that others may take warning. Yeah. And so when, when people came to me and started telling me about these, these stories of abuse and, and wrongdoing there, um, I mean, it wasn't something I really wanted to report on, per se, uh, but I felt like there was somewhat of a, a duty to once people started sharing these stories with me. Um, and really tonight, the, the special that, that, we're, that I'm producing isn't about just dredging up every bad thing that's happened at Harvest or, you know, Willow Creek has had sort of its Me Too movement. Um, there have been other Sovereign Grace churches for six years has been embroiled and, you know, whether or not they reported sex abuse uh, correctly. There, there's been a lot of this in the church and really I'm, I'm, trying to look for and in, in interviewing people that can help us process that and and really bring some redemptive solutions and look at, okay, what's happening in the evangelical church that we're having so many of these scandals and, and how can we fix it? What's wrong, you know? And and so that's yeah. really the hope with the program. Yeah, I mean, I look, I, I'm Catholic. I wish uh, my church would have done that uh, a lot sooner than it did with respect to the sex abuse scandal in the Catholic church. So, I mean, that's this is what you're supposed to do when wrongdoing is brought to your attention. So, I, you know, I, I applaud you for doing that. Well, thanks. And, and again, it, it is that hope to to bring solutions and, and not just to wallow in, in the muck of it. But And I think we, we achieved that. Uh, just some really great guests. I have Vonda Dyer on with me. She was one of the, the people, one of the women who actually came forward with an allegation of sexual harassment at Willow Creek against a pastor there, Bill Hybels. But even to hear how she's processed through that and come to the other side. Um, I also have one of the the former elders at Harvest Bible Chapel who was excommunicated in 2013 and uh, has since uh, gone through somewhat of a reconciliation process, but also saying, yeah, that, that didn't really happen. But his story of how he's processed through that, um, and then just some interesting um, commentary from uh, someone who's with a, a ministry called Nine Marks that really tries to help equip pastors and church leaders to build healthy churches. So I think we need to take these moments and not just throw stones, but really to try to look for constructive solutions. Well, the special is uh, tonight, 6 p.m., on our sister station, YLL AM 1160, and uh, it involves two mega churches, two huge congregations in Chicago, Harvest Bible Chapel, as well as Willow Creek, as was mentioned. She is Julie Royce, Christian author, speaker, blogger, podcaster, radio talk show host, and uh, investigative journalist who's done the work on Harvest Bible Chapel. And uh, you can catch her program again tonight, 6 p.m. on AM 1160 WYLL. Julie, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. And she joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. There's only one radio show in Chicago talking about today's biggest stories and telling you what they really mean. That show is this one. Chicago's Morning Answer on AM 560, The Answer.